2: Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, the Armstrong and Getty Show. We did talk
0: earlier about the insane weekend of football. It was, if you like the NFL, that was the greatest weekend in the history of the National Football League. There's no argument.
3: No argument. You Four games, huge playoff games. Every single one going down to the final seconds.
0: And the the minutes before the final seconds
3: were all exciting.
0: I mean, just, just oh, yeah. crazy back and forth, out of nowhere, too far behind to catch up. Tom Brady added to his legacy in a loss. I mean, because
3: that was unbelievable what he did. That game was over. Absolutely over a snoozer, and all of a sudden it's tied. Um, insanitacious.
0: One thing that was going on during the game and I saw a number of amusing commercials. Like really funny commercials. This one was not funny, made me angry.
3: Uh, this is an NFL ad, right? It's uh, put on by the National Football League? Yeah, it's part of their whole how do we get the players to quit kneeling during the national anthem and driving away all the fans <laughs> settlement? <laughs> Because they drove me to hell away and a lot of my friends, yeah. but we've all kind of filtered back because they've toned down the on-field politics. Well, listen, now they have meaningless cliches on the back of their helmets. But
0: did they did they over the weekend? I didn't notice that. Always, yeah. yeah. Like, what do they? What did it say over the weekend? You know.
3: Uh, I don't remember.
0: Does it vary from game it, to game or it, person to yeah, person?
3: I think the teams vote on which of the pre-approved choices they can go with. "Be love," which I'm told is a part of a Martin Luther King quote, or "It takes all of us," or "End hate," or whatever.
0: Yeah. Uh, but this PSA ran several times while I was trying to enjoy from some football. Let me tell you about one from.
4: Where I'm from, the digital divide makes equality nearly impossible. When I get a job, I'll make $10,000 less than white people with the same skills.
2: Where I'm from, we overcome. Okay, so you can
3: cut it
0: off there. That's the part that uh, really gets my attention. So a young man stating without context, or where's this data coming from, or what field are you talking about, whatsoever just states flatly for all the world during the most popular TV show that exists in America... And I'll get paid ten thousand dollars less, ten thousand dollars less than white people, who have the same skills. Just flat out, just states it. So people like my kids or whoever will see that and think, "Oh, that's terrible." Or we live in a country where if you got a white person, a black person, they're going to pay the white person ten thousand dollars more, just flat out because he's white. Is which is what they're
3: insinuating. Sure, the accounting department right there, they'll check the box, white or black. Oh, I'm sorry, you're black. You get $10,000 less. Sure.
0: Now, I don't know what specific job or uh, stats they're using to back up that claim. I'm sure they have something. But I'm guessing it's along the lines of the whole men make you know, X times more than women that has been debunked over and over and over again when you dig into the statistics.
3: Right, right. And I have a feeling it's a study by an activist group that was out to make a predetermined point. But, to, you know, to just throw that around as fact. Oh, is, how
0: you know. damaging is that for society, for people who don't really pay attention to what's going on, to just state flatly, well, we are ra- you might as well just said, and we're a racist country.
4: Wow.
3: We're so casual about that now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's a, it's a truism among a certain chunk of America. You know, it's funny. I was reading uh, some of the coverage of the failure of the voting rules bill. And, uh, for instance, Mike DeBonis in the Washington Post, and he's one of their senior writers. We've talked to Mike before. He's a nice fellow. Um, it was so utterly biased and so lacking in perspective, did not for a second concede, and this was a news, a so-called news article, not an editorial. It did not concede for a single second that there was another point of view on the planet. And so people reading that article would come away with a rather twisted view of reality. And I just, I get why the NFL has had to do this. They've capitulated to their angry young players who've been, you know, whipped up, whipped up into a certain level of activism by uh, you know the people who profit from that, and some well-meaning people who I just think are are wrong about a lot of things. Uh, so they came to a settlement. That was part of the settlement. If you want to make
0: an argument and present some of the facts and say, um, among kids this age in St. Louis last year, a survey found that, and try to make an argument, and then we can get into the uh, the specifics of it. All right, I guess if you want to have those arguments during football games, but you just can't, without any context whatsoever, make a statement like that.
3: Have an actor claim that that it's just automatic. With that the a implication, black person will be ripped off a ten thousand dollars by someone, and with the obvious implication that it's because of the color of
0: your skin. Right. We're just gonna we're just gonna pay you more because you're white. Okay, NFL, you got to back that up. Where did you come up with those numbers?
3: Well, they don't though. They don't. It's a, it's a it's an emotion thing. It's a mood thing. It's a message thing. It's get people feeling like they're making a difference thing. And speaking, no matter of race, what damage it might cause.
0: And speaking of race, uh, a lot of people are picking up on the fact that the Supreme Court announced just like in the last hour that they are going to take up a case about race-based affirmative action. The one in Harvard that we've heard for quite a while is
3: that that's around Asian students, right? Well, it, it yeah, the the case was brought if it's the case I'm thinking of by uh, a bunch of Asian folks and Asian activist groups who's saying, you know, we've earned x number of slots in these so-called elite universities and yes that uh, that very phrase makes me want to puke. Uh but uh, we're being kept out because of affirmative action. We're being denied what we've earned fairly.
0: Well, it's a chance to take a look at affirmative action at the Supreme Court level. It's probably not going to happen until next term. But uh, that's going to be a giant case, man.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole college admissions thing is so murky. I mean, they're good at finding ways around any, any law, any rule, any, any ruling by the Supreme Court. Now the trend is, and parents of college students and those of college age know this, your kid has to write a handful of essays. In their application for every school, describe what you have overcome uh, in your life. Describe difficulties you. Describe a great challenge. Dot dot dot. And and all they have to do is well as a black kid in uh, predominantly white. Blah blah blah. There you go. All of a sudden, that essay is elevated above the others. But it wasn't race based. It was that it was a better essay. I mean, it's it's almost unrefereable.
0: So, uh, Wall Street had a heck of a, a week last week. Worst week since March of 2020 for the Dow. You might remember March of 2020 was the giant crash when we all found out COVID was going to be a thing.
3: Oh, right. So, that's pretty big deal. Yeah, the, the giant crash followed by the year-and-a-half-long skyrocket. Right. Uh, but, yeah, that was a little sobering, and you know how I hate being sober. <laughs> <laughs> what it goes up, it goes down. Let's hope it, it generally goes up.
0: Oh, you mentioned the drunken Irishman. So do you want to pay that? Oh, How, how's this story shame. end?
3: Oh, it's such a shame. How does it end? It ends with him in handcuffs because of racism, anti-Irish racism. From 1890 to today, little has changed. All this guy did on an eight-hour flight from Dublin to New York, got his drink on a little bit. It's a culture, not a costume. All right? It's enjoying him some good Irish whiskey. Might have gotten a little rowdy. Might have been told a few dozen times to put his damn mask on. (laughs) (laughs) I'm wearing me mask. It's not covering your nose. Oh, it's covering it good enough. And so he... How about if I just wear it on to buy my chin? How about I put on the chin diaper? Does it have to be over my nose and mouth? In case me chin pees. So then he allegedly fought some flight attendants. I I don't know. Accounts vary. He may have fought a flight attendant or two, and he may have shouted obscenities, but who hasn't among us? On a long flight, we all get a little stiff. We get a little frustrated. We we shout F-bombs at the the crew and, and our seatmates. It happens. And who among us? hasn't howled angrily about the quality of the food or the lack of it, and then pulled our pants down, mooning the attendant and nearby passenger. Oh, yeah! Serve me this food! Here's my arse! How you like my arse? <laughs> mm. Mm. Sure as my name's Patrick O'Begillicuddy, or whatever his name is. Oh, Sheen McInerney, 29, of Galloway. Oh. So
0: many of these because he wouldn't wear a mask stories, are dealing with lunatics. The mask wasn't really the issue. I mean, that might have been the start of it. But uh, plenty of us who don't want to wear a mask or be told to wear a mask would never start beating a an air waitress or pull down her pants and show our, our Irish moon to
3: people. No, indeed. You know, the pilot came out of the cockpit to have a word with the man, uh, at which point the passenger put his cap on the pilot's head. <laughs> Here's my hat. A traditional offering of peace from my people. (laughs) He also told the pilot not to touch him as the pilot laid a hand on his shoulder and put his fist near the pilot's face.
0: Oh, boy. I bet that's a violation that gets you in big trouble.
3: Don't be touching me. Don't touch me, boy. Plus, would you speak up when you make the announcements? I can't hear you what you're saying south (laughs) the left side of the plane.
0: That's the opposite problem now with the new planes. The speakers are deafeningly freaking loud. God dang it yeah they've gone yeah. overboard the other
3: direction God help you if you're sleeping and that weird boom. boom that goes off every two and a half minutes for some reason if that doesn't wake you up all the pu- you go from silence to what is your a drink service come on and
0: they got the highlights up on the TV of the winners and the losers um what's his name from Green Bay
3: Aaron Rodgers? his
0: hair's too long it looks like a girl Got to get a haircut. That would what is this? Him out. 1971? His hair's too long. He looks like a girl. I like the old Packers buzzcuts. <laughs> fat, <laughs> fat
3: white guys. Will, Please who are do not use the, gendered language to were,
5: to address everyone.
3: Milkmen and car salesmen in the off season. <laughs> right. <laughs> Big fat white guys with crew cuts with names like Dutch and Lefty.
0: Um, RFK Junior. Went on a bit of an anti-vax rant. He'd probably fit in with that Irishman. Uh, Said some pretty crazy stuff over the weekend.
3: Can we just decertify the Kennedys? I don't know what the procedure is. Can we just somehow yank their license to be more important than any other crackpot?
0: (laughs) That's a decent point right there. And uh, Taiwan has scrambled planes as China has invaded their airspace. There's a lot of interesting their stuff. Their
3: airspace there. or their defensive space? Okay, let's
0: look at that. Make sure Let's, get be, that precise right. let's be precise Let's be precise. Don't all
3: make me. Show me ours. <laughs> all
0: on the way.
2: Armstrong and Getty.
3: global survey of attitudes about a number of things uh, including the media government uh, free markets capitalism that sort of thing it is a look at attitudes around the world and it is uh it is a furrowed my brow stay with us
0: uh if you hear a little microphone problem there joe's still at home with the covid so are you and judy com-
3: like symptom wise over it uh, Jude's just got a little bit of congestion, like that last day of a cold. And, and you, she's been that way for like the last three days. I feel great. And you never had a symptom? Nope. Not, uh, not that I'm aware of. Which a quarter of people who get Omicron don't have any symptoms? I had some pretty notable laryngitis like two weeks
0: ago. Hmm. You didn't Monday. feel lethargic, did you? <laughs> and maybe have a upset stomach. How long have you known me? <laughs> Here's a Barry Weiss from uh, Bill Maher's season premiere of Real Time about COVID on Friday night. No, I'm,
2: I'm done with COVID. <laughs> oh, I'm I done. It's yeah. like I... I went so hard on COVID. I,
3: yeah,
0: I remember. sprayed
2: the Pringles cans that I bought at the grocery store, stripped my clothes off because I thought COVID would be uh, on my clothes. Right. Like, I did it all. And then we were told, you get the vaccine and you get back to normal. We haven't gotten back to normal. And it's ridiculous at this point. I know that so many of my liberal and progressive friends are with me on this. And they do not want to say it out loud because they are scared to be called anti-vax or to be called Science denial. This is going to be remembered by the younger generation as a catastrophic moral crime. The city of Flint, Michigan, which is 80%, I think, minority students, has just announced indefinite virtual schooling. In the past two years, we've seen among young girls a 51% increase in self-harm. People are killing themselves. They are anxious. They are depressed. They are lonely. That is why we need to end it more than any inconvenience that it's been to the rest of us. I think... Okay. It's, it's a pandemic. It's it's like at this point, it's a pandemic of bureaucracy. It's a pandemic of bureaucracy. It's not. Yeah. Well, it's not real anymore.
0: If there was a theme to Bill Maher's show Friday night, and if you don't know him, he's a uh, super lefty progressive guy. Uh, always has been. Very proud of it. That's the whole point of his show, and that's what his audience is. The theme was, "It's over. We're over it. Let's go back to normal. You're all overreacting. You're all crazy." He called people crazy a lot. Who are still wearing masks and outside and all that sort of stuff. And his audience would cheer, woo! And I thought, are they just going along with him because they think it's cool or do they believe that? Barry Weiss, there, who is also a lefty progressive who got fired by the New York Times, (laughs) um, uh, saying her liberal fans, she thinks, actually believe what she and Bill Maher believe, but are afraid to say it out loud. I find that intriguing.
3: Yeah, I think there are probably a pretty good chunk of, of her friends that are like that. They're, they have not gotten the official memo that the tribal signaling phase is over.
0: I was at Best Buy over the weekend, and... uh Shout out to the Geek Squad. Unbelievable. Good job. Couldn't have been happier with my customer service. You're wasting your time on this, though. Before I could sign my paperwork. Oh, I've, sorry, I haven't uh, desanitized or whatever, sanitized the pens yet. I got a bucket of bleach there, and he put all the pens in there and spent a couple minutes washing all the pens. Ugh. Dude, that's like two years ago. Hey, Best Buy, I, do you think you need to do that to make me feel comfortable? I assume it's a gesture rather than you think you're stopping the COVID, or do you think you're stopping COVID? What the hell? And so many businesses that are still doing that. I mentioned I went to an art museum yesterday, Fabulous Art Museum, one of the top tier in the world. But just all over the place, touchless this, and you can no longer use that. And because, No, that's, that's not the way it spreads. Even if it was, I don't care. <laughs> just
3: what are we doing I think it's, it's partly because, you know, MoMA in San Francisco, the Museum of Modern Art, is the leftiest of the lefty institutions. But it's also partly risk aversion because of liability concerns. Once you impose a safety measure, you don't dare lift it. It's, it's this obsession with safety that's choking the U.S., choking our economy, choking our society. Oh, it's crazy. But I hadn't heard anybody say that. Before, and now I'm going to have my,
0: big that's going to intrigue me, the idea that there are lots of liberals who think this is stupid too, but are afraid of how the rest of the tribal
3: will act if they raise their hand and say, do we really need to wear a mask here at the park? That seems crazy. I certainly hope so. To sacrifice the children to protect the old and vulnerable in the beginning was understandable, I guess. To do it at this point, Flint, Michigan, I'm looking at you, is, it's a moral, it's an astounding moral crime, like Barry Weiss uh, put it. I think she's absolutely right.
0: If you miss an hour of the show, grab it on the podcast at armstrongandgetty.com. Armstrong
2: and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty
4: Show. Scientists have trained a goldfish to drive a car. They believe it's the first step to eventually training women. (laughs) Wow. Wow. (laughs) Uh, Oof.
0: (laughs) See, that was a classic example of you just saying something
3: to get a laugh. I'm sure sh- and the laugh is not that oh, I think misogyny's funny. It's right. shock. People <laughs> exactly. laugh when they're shocked.
0: Or it's yeah, it's
3: inappropriate.
0: Right. Doesn't mean you believe it. Doesn't mean he believes it. Doesn't mean Saturday Night Live
1: believes it. Just- Certainly not. <laughs> but you
3: see it quoted in print and it ends your career. <laughs>
1: right.
3: Ah <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs>
0: Uh, Quick update on that woke PSA that ran during the NFL playoffs over the weekend. We'll have that for you next segment.
3: Beautiful. So I want to start with the media coverage of that poor grad student in L.A. who was stabbed to death by a junkie bum. One of several of that sort of tragic story. And we're not going to dwell on it. But I find it very, very interesting that the reports on the Death, and most particularly the arrest of the murderer, allegedly, Sean Laval Smith. Uh, The reports, including the LA Times, ABC News, CBS, CNN, left out his violent past. Also, a picture of him released by police in hopes the public might find him was also left off of the sites, all of those sites, landing pages. Because, and we've been following this for a very long time, a lot of your liberal, liberal newsrooms think if you publish the picture of a black suspect or arrestee or a mugshot that somehow leads to racism or the, the, the conclusion that, that black people are criminals or something like that. If it's a white fellow commits the crime, they will mention that he is white, especially if the police are looking for him, but not if it's a person of color, which is just crazy. And for some reason, and you explain this to me. Well, you know, I'm sure you can. They left out his violent past. Mm -hmm. CNN didn't mention his rap sheet at all. Um, Let's see, what was the other? The L.A. Times made no mention of Smith's previous arrest or the fact that he was free during the stabbing on a bond related to a misdemeanor charge in October of 2020. So you have that sort of just self-editing dishonesty. that exists all over the media, all over the world. Right. Which brings us to a really interesting poll. The Edelman Global Trust Barometer, a survey of 35,000 humans across 28 countries. The Edelman Global Trust Barometer. Can I buy one of those and keep it at home? Absolutely. You mount it right on your back patio. You can look out your window. People, uh, okay, so trust in government is collapsing, especially in democracies, according to a new global survey. A majority of people globally believe journalists, two-thirds, government leaders, two-thirds, and business executives, almost two-thirds, are, quote, purposely trying to mislead people by saying things they know are false or gross exaggeration. Two-thirds of people around the world think government, business, and journalists do that routinely.
5: Well, uh
3: yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's so, yeah. Yeah, so, sure. You know, this is the moment where the, where the doctor tells you what's wrong with you. Is that a bad moment or is it a good moment? It's a moment where you can take control and do something about it, maybe. It it's what good is, you're aware of it.
0: What, what is he about to tell me is wrong with me? Uh, you're
3: stupid. <laughs> I demand a second opinion. You're ugly, too. Ding! Beautiful. <laughs> so this, this to me, this is almost the good news part of it. This, to me, shows that people are, are increasingly aware of what they're dealing with information-wise. If you look issue by issue at things, it's still clear that, and I'll speak for our country, since that's the one I'm familiar with, obviously, uh, you still see attitudes about specific issues that are clearly shaped by the it omissions, exaggerations, and outright lies. But at least awareness is building. Around the world, people fear the media is becoming more sensational for commercial gain. Mm, yeah, that's a, that's that's a function of the Internet. Yes, it is. It absolutely is. Uh, and that government leaders continue to exploit divisions for political gains. That's absolutely but, true. But
0: is that more true now than it used to be? That's what I wonder. I think it ebbs and flows. I think it,
3: you know, it's a probably a bit of a sine wave.
0: I mean, you're always uh, talking about uh, your hero H.L. Mencken. He was writing a lot about that early 20th century.
3: Oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah. But then, like during the Reagan era, I think it waned somewhat. Mm. Um, but anyway, uh, blah blah blah. Oh, here's the troubling part to me: people who live in democracies are quickly losing trust in their democracies. While trust in authoritarian regimes, for instance, China, the UAE, Saudi Arabia, among others, trust in those regimes is increasing among the people who live under them. And or they're just afraid to answer the question honestly because they don't know who's listening. Right. I just, yeah. Also growing doubts about capitalism. Uh, I'm not surprised by that because capitalism is too busy doing business to defend itself. And I think the, idol, the ideologues on the earth have, have convinced a lot of people that, no, it, uh, capitalism's terrible, it's exploitive, it doesn't work. I've got some statistics for you that will absolutely blow your mind.
0: Is it four, out of, is it four out of five? I heard that statistic. It's amazing. It's more than that.
3: Whoa. Stay with us. Yeah. Whoa! Yeah. If you've ever wanted to make your home feel safer amidst rising crime, a word from our friends at Simply Safe Home Security. This is a great time. They're knocking 20% off their award-winning home security, and your first month is free when you sign up for the interactive monitoring service. This is not just simpler and less expensive. It's better than traditional systems. Indoor and outdoor
0: cameras, comprehensive sensors, all monitored around the clock by trained professionals who send help the instant you need it. Best home security system of 2021, according to U.S. News & World Report. And you uh, order it online, customize it online yourself, comes to your home, you set it up yourself in about 30 minutes with plenty of help if you need it. It's uh, it's
3: fantastic. Those cameras are great, by the way. And I love the no long-term contract. Oh, yeah. Please, why is there a long-term contract anyway? Why is it so expensive to install the other systems? Go to SimplySafe.com slash Armstrong. You save 20% because you know us. Get that month free. SimpliSafe.com slash Armstrong. So here's the statistics that will blow your mind. It is the, and they've been doing this now for years and years and years, the Simon abundance index. What it measures is how much stuff and they have specific categories. They've been tracking for a long time. How much stuff is available to people given their wages, how purchasable are all sorts of things that we need in the world. And the the rise since 1980 of affordability of all the stuff we need is astounding. It is increased by uh, seven times. Is that right? Seven hundred and eight percent of what it was in 1980. And, and here's what they're talking about. It's like, you've probably seen those, uh, those things where, you know, in 1960, it took you 38 hours of labor to buy a TV. And now it's, you know, 10 hours of labor, that sort of thing. And they track all sorts of different goods from sugar to pork to coffee to salmon to cotton to cocoa to the unfortunately named rapeseed oil. Oof. That seed got a bad name. Come it's up got with a, a new name. I mean, if you're going to change, like, uh, 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 you know, uh, d- retarded to developmentally disabled to whatever, keep up with the time. Change rape seed oil. Hey, I've got this new tulip. I've called it the Hitler tulip. <laughs> that's, that's a bad name. Why? That's a bad name. I mean, so for the average human on Earth, for instance, uh, rice is 324% more available than it was in 1980. And all of this, obviously, is adjusted for inflation. That's the entire point. Wheat is over 300% more available. Barley, shrimp, if you enjoy a nice shrimp cocktail, 310% more available. Natural gas in the United States is more than 300% more available and affordable. Uh, they got palm oil, platinum if you need platinum. I don't uh, understand soybeans, et cetera.
0: I don't understand how people sour on capitalism. Um really only if you're not paying attention or you or you don't spend any time digging into the numbers. Because if you do, capitalism can back itself up really well. I do understand how people are souring on democracy, even though I believe it's the best form of government out there. The way it's being used now, I mean, people are so cynical in, in our government on yes. both sides. I could see how you, you'd think,
3: wow, well, this is a bunch of crap. Well, and when you turn loose, you know, zillions of the smartest people on the planet with the task of find loopholes in this system so we can exploit it for our own gain, they will find those loopholes. And they will pervert the system.
0: It really is. You can't say this enough times. As tired as it is, it's the worst form of government except for all the others. Yeah. It's
1: terrible.
3: But what are you going to do that's better? So true. So a semi-semi-related note. um, uh, 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 Judy and I, we've got some good friends. We met their next-door neighbors for the first time like three weeks ago, I think it was. And they are, oh, what great folks, just immediately hit it off. You know, it's one of those. Uh, uh, I thought the, the husband was a great guy, the wife's charming. Judy thought exactly the same thing. We're like, oh my gosh, that can be a friends. Life, that can be a life changing thing. Yeah, these are people I can't wait for them to be our friends. And they, oh well, we hit it off like crazy. He is now in the hospital, clinging to life with COVID. Wow, probably sixty years old. He's he's overweight, um, and uh, and uh, and has a, a heart situation, um. So it's not over yet. Scary. And there they are into the praying for a miracle phase of things. Actually he took a turn for the better. You know, I don't know what you believe, but the whole family got together and prayed like crazy and anyway, um Couldn't hurt. So things are looking slightly better. Anyway, I'm struck by the fact that the number one increase in affordability availability Worldwide, the one thing that humans can finally get, the biggest improvement since 1980, is sugar. Mm. The thing we need less, perhaps, than any other substance on Earth. Right. You go through the third world countries where obesity is skyrocketing.
0: Mind you, I have to bring this up. Scale was mean to me this morning. And I was thinking back on my weekend after the scale was mean to me. See, ate Red Robin on Friday night. Kentucky Fried Chicken
3: last night. Hmm. I wonder why it gained weight over the weekend. Moving up. Yeah. yep. Yeah. I don't see fried chicken on this uh, abundance a lot of, index. A lot of sugar in fast food. Oh, yeah. yeah. And everything
0: else. Fat. God, what's wrong with me? Fat. Anyway. Ah! Um, so, uh, greatest weekend of NFL football ever. Maybe the worst PSAs from the NFL ever. One of them is particularly a burr in my saddle. I rode a donkey to work today, so I hated having a burr in my saddle. <laughs> um, uh, interesting update on that if you haven't heard it. Stay oh, here. really? Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Armstrong and Getty.
5: perfect home sweet home
2: the Armstrong and Getty show
0: Buffalo scores with 13 seconds left I mean you technically you still have time to get field goal but it looks pretty grim there what you have any special advice to Pat right there do you have any words for him
5: at that point when Buffalo took the lead for the last time? Yeah, when it's grim, be the grim reaper and go get it. So he uh, he did that. What? What?
0: That's the coach of the Kansas City Chiefs, which was uh, the greatest game in the greatest weekend of uh, sports. Hard to tell which was the greatest game. They're all fantastic. Greatest weekend of uh, NFL ever. Um,
3: we he mentioned- had four big playoff games. Each one ended in the final seconds. With a victory and a loss. That's the first
0: time I'd seen that Buffalo Bills quarterback, whatever his name is. Josh Allen. Freaking unbelievable. Poor guy. Yeah. Yeah, he deserves some sort of participation trophy or something.
3: (laughs) Holy crap. You should see his W-2.
0: But during the amazing NFL games, their NFL was running PSAs, as they always have, but these are super woke PSAs. One of them, which included this line.
4: I'll make $10,000 less than white people with the same skills.
0: Just stating flatly, they got a kid there, looks like he's doing his schoolwork at a desk, and I'll make $10,000 less than a white person with the same skills. Just stated that flatly without any context or anything on the screen underneath, according to blah, 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 or anything like that. So I sent Alex on a hunt. Said, Can you get any information to back this up? Here's the update on that story. He spent a long time going through the NFL's website where they've got those ads uh. uh posted and uh, the verbiage around him and no info, no info anywhere. You can't. And I'm sure there's something to back that up. And, uh, And and if you can come across this and send it to us, I'd be happy to talk about it. And for all I know, it's legit. I'm guessing in a in a very narrow window, it might even be true. But you can't make a statement like that. You can't make a flat statement like that and then have nothing to back it up.
3: In the midst of an entertainment show. Yeah, Yeah. in
0: the midst of an entertainment show with maybe 40 million eyeballs on you, you just flat out state this black kid will make $10,000 less than somebody else who's white just because they're white. I'll make
4: $10,000 less than white people with the same skills.
3: I mean, for instance, is that in a specific field? Is that starting salary? Is that over the course of a lifetime? What what are you talking about? I don't know.
0: And the implication is there that it's purely because you're black and they're white. And you've got nothing on your website where those numbers come from? According to a Gallup survey, according to the Wall Street Journal article, June 19, no, nothing. That is outlandish. That is just outlandish.
3: They're buying off their players and getting them to stop acting so political on the field uh, during the anthem whatever uh, by throwing a little uh, woke rhetoric their way that's it it's a transaction between the league and its players and they're buying them off with with woke rhetoric which is uh, you know whether it's meaningful or accurate or not
0: the the right side of the conversation the uh, the the right i don't mean correct i mean the the right politically side of all political conversations just doesn't do a good job of fighting back against this sort of stuff now i know they don't have the, the as big a megaphone cuz you don't have the new york times and every news channel and all that sort of stuff but just there's there's not enough pushback against this crap there should have been somebody on the talk shows over the weekend bringing this topic up
3: yeah yeah Pointing out that anybody who would underpay somebody because of their race or their gender no, or it's, their, horrible. it's and it's idiotic. You're going to lose out on talent. You're a bad manager if you do that. You deserve what's coming to you. Good
0: Lord. You can make a statement like that. They might as well have just said, we're a racist country. We're a racist country and corporations hate black people. And then just left it at that. Because that's what they're saying. I'll make
4: $10,000 less than white people with the same skills.
0: And you got nothing on your website where you're running that very ad? Telling us where you got that information? Nothing?
3: That's so weak well and uh, because uh, small business really is the economy to a large extent what you're saying is small business hates black people too in fact the small business in your town almost certainly hates black people look around you do you see any small businesses they hate black people sign the nfl Ba-ba-ba-ba. and
0: as i say every time we're playing with fire with this regular um, we're a racist country. White supremacy is what runs elections. White supremacy is what's running all of business. Blah, blah, blah. Just regularly stating that is fact. And really, nobody challenging it at all. Just, okay. How do you think that's going to turn out over time? People growing up in a country where they're told over and over and over again that we're a racist country run by white supremacy.
3: Yeah. Very yeah.
0: dangerous. Very dangerous road to go down.
3: Yeah. It's it's interesting in the context of football, too, because you're discussing, <clears throat> is the key to make sure the refereeing is absolutely fair and no player slash American is ever discriminated against? Or are you discussing rules changes to apply to specific groups of players?
0: That offspring of, uh, of Martin Luther King Jr. last Monday making that statement in his speech, and I didn't hear anybody even attempt to, like, push back on that or or temper it a little bit just let her state out loud that our elections are uh, white supremacy and they're going to continue to be okay i guess okay just i guess you can say stuff like that now
3: well and when you you wake up and you realize a, a lot of america believes this crazy stuff yeah the 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 megaphones of our society which are journalists universities really and in uh, and, and, and Hollywood, popular culture, they're all shouting one message and not ever saying there is an alternate point of view, by the way, that a lot of people believe, blah, blah, blah. And you get a society that believes a lot of crackpot ideas.
0: I think a lot of people just think it's part of the verbal jousting. It's just part of the game. No, 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 no. This is a step further than just the game.
2: Armstrong and Getty.
5: If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.
3: Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh?
5: Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck Yeah! That's ChumbaCasino.com.
3: No purchase necessary. VTW through. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions.
0: 18 plus.